You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's 11 o'clock at night. It's dark. You're sitting in front of the mirror getting ready for bed. There's nobody else in the house. You see something move in the corner of your eye. You glance to your right, but you don't see anything. Another minute goes by, and you think you see movement again. So you slowly turn to your left, but again, the room is empty. You turn back around, and staring you face to face in the mirror is a cat. You jump back, because you don't have a cat, and there's no cat in the room. But there he is, staring at you in the mirror. Welcome to Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week, we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Now, step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, our ghost host. Hello and welcome to Paranormal Pets Radio on PetLifeRadio.com. My name is Brandy Stark and I'm your host for this episode. And this episode we have Karen Anderson who's back to talk with actually a couple of live guests about their deceased pets. So we're very excited to see how this goes and to have Ms. Anderson back on the show. And we're actually going to get started right after these commercial messages. time for something really scary a word from our sponsors paranormal pets will reappear before you can say bigfoot don't run away Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. How many pets is too many? Do you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8PETS. Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Doc. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. 
Platitude every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host. And welcome back. Uh, Miss Anderson, are you on the line? Hi, Brandy. Hi, Karen. How are you doing this afternoon? Doing great. How are you? I'm just fine. Uh, we're we're uh, actually doing pretty well, and what we're getting ready to do is to um, have you actually tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this field, and what exactly happens when you're you're trying to deal with post-death pet communication? Well, the one thing that is so important, Brandy, is to know that our animals, when they have transitioned and, and moved into the next realm, they stay connected to us. Even though that they're no longer here physically, they're still with us. Um, in spirit form or in energetic form or however you would like to view that. But uh, the most important message is they're here, they're with us, they see what's going on in our day-to-day lives, and they very much love it when we say their name and when we talk about them and when we think of our favorite memories. They love that. Wonderful. And I know that uh, last time we had you on the show, uh, off the air, you told me a little bit about one of my deceased pets, and that was actually really very exciting. So we're going to actually open it up a little bit today. We have two individuals who have volunteered to um, try this today, and we're going to actually get uh, our first caller, who is Robin. We're going to get her on the line so that uh, she can talk with you. Hello, Robin. Are you there? Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. And you guys? We're doing okay. I'm going to let you go ahead and talk right to Karen so that she can do your pet reading. What was your pet's name? I have two, Max and Baby. Excellent. So, Karen, if you're ready. I am ready. Well, hi, Robin. How are you? Hi, Karen. I'm excited. It's so nice nice to talk to you. And and I understand that you have... um, a boy named Max that you wanted me to connect with, correct? Oh, please. Okay. Now, tell the listeners uh, a little bit of, of what he looks like and um, how, how big he was, what color he is, what breed he is, just so that they can have an idea of what Max looks like. Okay. Max was a skipper key. He's 13 inches tall, weighs about 16 to 18 pounds. Max was closer to about 20 pounds. Uh, pure black with a black cape uh, across his shoulders, a little tiny fox snout with long hair down the back of his legs with short hair across through his body. Um, very playful, very exciting. And, uh, and, and Max has passed on, is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do is, is draw Max's energy in here, and um, I'm not quite sure what his breed was bred for, um, but can you share that with us? Max is, uh, Skipper Keys are from the 14th century. They were actually monk's companions. Then they became royalties, royal companions for in Belgium. Then they were on riverboats with riverboat captains to keep down the um, rodent problem on the grain on the grain ships. Okay, because they're um, they're quite um, 
agile little dogs or you know they're they're very um they're very athletic and max is coming through right now he's sending lots and lots of love to you his mom i call you his mom robin and he's also telling me that he he was ma- he's magnificent he's kind of showing off and he's doing um a, a little posing for me here he's saying i'm such a handsome boy is what he's saying and i have to tell you that i just love his energy i love being in his energy He's coming right up to me. He's he's very excited to be here today. Now, was he very athletic in his uh, in his day when he was feeling better and 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 younger than um, um, than when he passed? Because he's showing me that that he's very capable. No matter what he does, he's very capable. Lots of energy. Very active. Okay. Yes. He's also tapped show quality now. Um, he he thinks that he's definitely show quality here, and I get this image like uh, he thinks that all should look like him, or they should all look as good as him. Is what he's doing. It's really yeah. cute. And That's I have nice. to I have to ask. He's telling me he was very silky. Um, that his fur was real silky to the touch. Um, and and I'm 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 feeling it. It feels it feels just absolutely lovely. Do they have like a really silky? Soft fur. Yes. Okay. Um, I I have to tell you that um, Max is showing me literally um, a group of loved ones that he is with. This would be family and friends on the other side. And I need to ask. Um, he's talking about a mobility issue. Did Max have um, some issues with his mobility towards the end, Robin? No, actually, just the opposite. Okay, so who we traveled that... all the time. Okay, who would who who do you have on the other side that would talk to me about mobility issues? Probably mother-in-law. Okay, because I'm I'm getting that in a big way, and and what this means is that uh, your mother-in-law is is there with Max in a family group or family unit or soul group or whatever you want to call it, and I'll get little bits and pieces of information about who all is there. So I'm I'm hearing mobility issues, and I'm also hearing something about um, an M name, like a Mary, Margaret, or Mark. I'm hearing an M sound. So I'm not sure if um, if you recognize who that is, but I also need to talk about um, either a leg or elbow injury. And um, Max is also telling me that he he says that he he tried very hard to hold on. Um, but whatever this was that he had, he said that he lost his battle or he lost the battle to that to to it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. Because he also tells me that he feels like he was um, immediately lifted out of his body, he says, and 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 feeling no pain. it was it was a very easy transition for him. And um, he wants you to know that he is very uh, well cared for, uh, very loved that he's with family and friends, and the feeling is uh, that he's very popular. <laughs> Everybody loves him. Everybody wants him around, and he goes around and and has to go see what everybody's doing. That's what he's showing me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are there any questions? Uh, is he with his mate? Pardon me? Is he with his mate? Uh, and who is who is that? That would be baby. Oh, baby. Okay, let me ask him and see what he says. Did she pass after him, Robin? Yes. 
Okay, because he's saying that she's here. And I see literally like she, um, um, he welcomed her or, or he greets her as she transitions. So they're definitely together. And they usually are. Our, um, our deceased animals are usually with our family, our friends, and our loved ones and the other animals that are connected to us. Um, he's also sending me someone with an H name, like a Howard or Henry. I have an H sounding name coming through. And um, lots and lots of love, Robin. So uh, I have to surround you with love from Max and from Baby. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right. Uh, do you have any other questions, Robin? No, I do not. All right. Well, we thank you so much for being on the show and for participating with us. And what I will do is I'll try and send you an email when the show is up, if that's okay. That would be wonderful. All right. Well, thank you. You have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Karen, that was our first call in, and uh, that was Robin. Do you have any comments on the reading? Oh, absolutely. You know, sometimes when I'm on the phone with a client, the information that comes through can, can be very overwhelming, and sometimes we get what's called psychic amnesia. I think John Edward is the first one to coin that term, um, but I love it because it, it describes exactly what can happen, and we sometimes forget who we are, we forget who we're connected to, we forget some of the most obvious things, and then as soon as we get off the phone or as soon as we start thinking about it afterwards, it all starts coming back to us. Mm-hmm. And I often get that kind of response if, if someone is, is just a little bit overwhelmed with the information coming in, because it's a lot to take in, and, and uh, it's also very emotional um, connecting with a deceased animal. And, you know, you have all of those emotional ties to them, and you've spent so many years with them, and to hear what messages they have coming through, it can be a very, very emotional experience for some people. So um, it's, it's something that I think is um, really gives peace of mind just to hear that they're with loved ones, that they're with family, that they're with friends, that they're with some of our, our other deceased animal companions. I think it really does um, make us feel better knowing that they are still alive in spirit form. Excellent. And it is interesting that you were also picking up on some of the human companions that were on the other side. So animals, deceased animals can also kind of channel human contact to their owners. Yeah, you know, um, I never know who's going to come through, Brandy, during my Mm -hmm. sessions because I have the ability to connect with deceased humans as well. And normally the animals will show me who they're with or, or they'll start to describe who they're with on the other side. It can, it can be family, friends. We've even had somebody's old pet sitter come through during a session, and somebody's next-door neighbor's brother came through on another session. So it's not always who you think it is or who you think it may be that comes through, um, but there's always a message, and it's usually one of love or to let a loved one know that they're there and they're fine and everything's okay. But um, I, I get that quite a bit. I get... Uh, images and names and initials and and all kinds of information about illnesses or whatever the person passed from so you just never know wonderful well that was a very interesting phone conversation with robin and i think what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and try for our second participant today and that's going to be verna so we'll go ahead and get her on the line right after these commercial messages Time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. 
It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition. This is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host. Okay, and we have our second participant, Verna, on the line. Verna, hello. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks. Good. Well, we have Karen Anderson, who is going to speak with you a little bit about your puppy, Snooky. And so I'm just going to go ahead and let you two talk. Okay, great. Hi, Verna. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing just wonderful. Why don't you share with the listeners um, a little bit of information about Snooky, like what he looked like, what kind of breed, and um, how old he was, and when he passed on. Oh, sure. Um, Snooky was uh, 14 and a half years old. Uh, he was black in color, and he was a Cocker Spaniel Poodle Mix. And uh, he passed away in 1991. Okay, so he's been gone for quite a while. Now, as his energy comes through to me, Verna, I have to tell you that I have a very excited boy here. I have this happy, bouncy, excited energy coming in, and he's sending you lots and lots of love. He's saying he feels so good, and he's doing so well, and I, I literally have him um, r- right in the middle of what I'm doing here. He has to come just right in and see what I'm doing. Now, he's giving me a couple of, of references here, and just let me know if these make sense to you, because it, it doesn't always come in order. So is there uh, an issue about somebody always looking for the crumbs on the floor, or somebody always going after little bits and pieces that might end up on the floor? There's a possibility, yes. Yes. Okay. It, um, 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, it, 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 when you say that, I'm thinking about dog food. Because what I'm hearing is literally like, I'm hearing like a nose going down to the ground and then searching for anything that might be down there is what I'm seeing. So <laughs> is this something that oh. Nookie used to do or is this somebody that you currently have? I hope it's okay to say, but we had a nickname for Snooky, and we called him Hoover, like the vacuum. <laughs> no wonder I have a nose to the ground here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally, uh, I feel like my nose is on the ground, and I feel like I'm looking for every little crumb, every little piece of whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to miss anything. Um, and he's laughing. He's saying, um, even the garbage. Did he even get in the garbage? I think once in a while, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, he thinks that's hysterically funny. I have to tell you that. Um, and, yes, animals do laugh. They they have a sense of humor, and they know what's funny, but he thinks that's pretty funny. Um, he's, he's telling me to tell you that he knows that it's been hard. A long time has gone by, but he says he watches over the family, and um, he talks about who he is there with on the other side. So can I give you some of the references that he's giving me? Sure. Okay, now some of these might make sense to you right away and others may take some time. So um, if something sounds familiar, please let me know. But um, I'm hearing something about an older male and older female. This has a very uh, uh, grandmotherly, grandfatherly feeling around it to me. And I'm hearing about somebody being either in a bottling industry or a distillery or some kind of processing plant because I'm seeing bottles and, and like conveyor belts and that sort of thing. And, and what they'll do is they'll flash me images of, of their life or something that they experienced. So um, I need to bring that message up. And then I'm also hearing that there is like a, um, a foreign accent, I want to say um, perhaps German. Um, I'm hearing like a foreign, a foreign accent. So, um, does that make sense to you, Verna? Um, uh, is that from someone um, from beyond, um, or could this be someone that's alive and well now? Um, well, what Snooky is doing is showing me either who he's with, or okay. who is still here and connected to you. So the okay. messages just come into me like uh, one after another. They just kind of fire in at me, and so okay. it, it can it can be a bit out of order. So so yes, it could very okay. well be somebody here. So do you recognize any of those? Yes, my mother my mother is um, from Turkey and she has an accent. Okay, and how about the the bottling? Uh, the only the only thing that I can connect to is um, my father just passed away January first, and he was an avid. Uh, Spirit label beer wine collector, and he collected, you know, beer signs and bottles and things like that. Okay, because I'm definitely seeing bottles. I'm definitely seeing things like that. Um, and and this is literally Snooky's way of saying who he's with on the other side. And and if um, if your father has just recently passed, then this would very well be Snooky letting us know that he's there with your dad. Um, I also have something along the lines of a um, somebody passes from being toxic within. Now, when I get a toxic feeling, this could be anything blood-related that goes through the bloodstream or like an infection, um, and some cancers will, will look that way to me. So does that make sense to you? Um, if it's pertaining to Snooky, yes. Okay. And um, or my yes. father. Okay. 
And I'm also getting a B name, like a Ben or Barbara. I want to say a B name is coming through as well. And um, was your father a very hard worker? Did he work very yeah. hard during his life? Okay, because I have I have your your father's energy coming in here too with Snooky, and um, was was there something that he either lost or um, I don't know if this was a financial thing during the oil crisis, but I'm seeing like oil crisis and numbers, and then I'm seeing like finances go down or or things are lost because of the oil crisis. I don't know how that all plays out to him or if that makes sense to you, um, but that's what I'm seeing. And the only thing that I can say is that during the uh, 70s recession, my father was out of work for some time. Okay, so so that would make sense to me. Here's what I, I, I'm seeing. I'm seeing the word oil crisis, the words oil crisis, okay. and then I'm seeing a downward arrow with finances next to it. So that would definitely be a way for your dad to say, during the 70s, during the oil crisis, that he obviously his finances yes. were down if he lost his job. So that's how those messages yes. come through. And and okay. I have to tell you that the feeling here, Verna, is very loving. And, and I, I, I feel like Snooky is being very well cared for and is taking very good care of your father. And, and Snooky also says to me that um, he says that he's, he thinks of you as an angel. He says, she is my uh, earth angel, my angel mom is what he's calling you. And he also says that he tried really hard to get through his illness or whatever this was that he had, but he said he just could not hold on. And then the last thing that I have here coming through, Verna, is mm -hmm. I have a um, an infant. Um, I have a very small infant or baby that I need to talk about. So, okay. um and was your father a very stoic man, more subdued? Yeah, definitely. He was very okay. passive. Um, yeah. Okay, I I'm supposed to talk about the baby or the infant. So this could mean two things. This could mean he has a baby or the infant there with him, or somebody here just recently had a baby or has a small infant. Um, you may have to think about that one. I know we we put you on yeah. the spot here. But but certainly I'm I I feel like everything's fine. And I'm also getting a um another initial two, another H name. I, I think that I think it's coming through along with your dad. So it might be either who he's with or um again um, it's, uh, it's, Go it's, ahead. It's a possibility. I do have a deceased uncle that has the name Harold. Okay. Um, I'm not sure was it your dad's brother or your mom's? Yes. It's my, my father's brother? brother. Okay, then, yeah. then he's telling me that he's there with his brother, Harold, because I'm seeing your father come through with this H name. So literally the family's all here, Verna, and it's all just a, yeah. a really, really nice and comfortable and, and peaceful feeling to be with all of them. And Snooky's having a ball. He is. Oh, yes, having a ball. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's and such great news. Now, Verna, do you have any questions? Um, um, I'm, gosh, you know, there's always a bunch of questions, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, as soon as you hang up, you'll think of them, right, Verna? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am, I'm just curious if, um, if he did ever try to interact with me after he passed, if he, because I think there were a few times that he let me know that he was around, and I just wanted to verify if that was me imagining it or he was trying to connect to me. Oh no, he's he's answering you right away. He's saying that he definitely 
um, is still around. I mean, this this isn't just a once yeah. or twice sort of thing. I mean, I literally still see him in your kitchen looking for little crumbs. Mm-hmm. So your little Hoover vacuum cleaner is still there doing what he loves to do. <laughs> and he told he's also saying that he never missed a meal. That he would always be at every meal ready yeah. to go. And uh, yeah. that um, food was his friend. He says food is my friend. Um, but he's telling me that he definitely is. Uh, makes his presence known. He's saying he also has come to you in dreams, which many times our animals will come to us in our dreams okay. to let us know that they are okay. Um, and mm-hmm. he says to to pay attention because it can be very, very subtle. It's not always uh, a real obvious message that they're with us. Sometimes it's even just a slight change in temperature or a, um, a slight breeze that mm-hmm. passes by when no windows are open. But he's saying to just pay attention to the... Um, the, the very subtle messages that come through. Because they don't have a physical body, so they have to try to create right. something, you know, within our atmosphere. And mm-hmm. so most of the time, we will either hear them or think we hear them or feel them or think we feel them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes they will leave even a warm spot at the end of the bed or wherever they used to sleep, too. I see, I see. And I, I have one other real quick question, and then I'm okay. I just wondered what he thought of Neo and Bilbo. And who are those two? They are my uh, two little toy poodles. They're seven months old. And I have one that kind of reminds us of Snooky a little bit. <laughs> um, he's claiming that no one will ever be as good as him, is what he's claiming. No, um, that's and true. And that, he's saying that he's number one, like... He's boasting and saying, I'm number one, I'm the champion, I'm, I'm you know, above, above everybody. Um, but there's, there's a, a great feeling of um, kind of looking at this whole picture with these other two of, with a very positive feeling. It's, it's, okay. every, time, every time you love on them, it's like he gets the benefit of that love. He okay. can feel that. So, and that's what, that's, what, yeah, that's what normally I think about when I'm with them is him. So, I was just curious. Oh, yes. He's, he's definitely still there. He's not going to miss anything. So, um, okay. And it's, nice, it's nice to know that, that he's there with your dad, that he was there to yeah. meet your father, too. And I, I'm so sorry for your loss, Verna. So, well, well, thank you. I appreciate that. My condolences to you. it's nice to, to know they're for, together. Yes. Oh. It is nice to know that, that the family is together and that your, your dad and your uncle are together, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful thing to hear. Well, thank you so much, Verna, for being on. And again, I will email you when the show is up. But I appreciate your volunteering. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's so nice to meet you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you, Verna. You have a good afternoon. All right, you too. Goodbye. (laughs) So, Karen, do you have any observations on that phone conversation? Yeah, and, and it's it's quite obvious that sometimes the messages come through and, and it, it takes a little bit of detective work or it takes a little bit of feedback um, from the clients to figure out exactly who's who because I have basically a, ch- a door open, the channel is open, and so the energies that I work with um, the, the, um, during my sessions can send messages to me and talk over each other sometimes. So it can be very confusing as to who's sending the message. And in this case, as you saw with Verna, she had all kinds of family members there for her. Her father was there. Her uncle was there. Um, there was even an, an older uh, female energy um, that was there. And and so it, it becomes 
very interactive and you become very much a part of the session with me because it, it takes both of us to figure out what these mean. Other times it's, it's real obvious, like the nose to the ground uh, going after the crumbs. You know, she knew exactly what I meant there. Mm-hmm. and getting getting into the garbage. And then other times we have to really try to figure things out, like that whole oil crisis um, issue. You would think, now, why would her father want to send that message? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, can't, I can't answer that except to tell you that they choose the message. I, I can't dictate what they're going to send, and it's usually something that can identify them, something that only you know about them. And how Snooky was talking about... Um, trying to hold on and and how he felt during his last days trying to get through the illness and trying to hold on that was his choice that's what he wanted to talk about and i think it's also very very interesting that the animals will rarely go into the actual dying process as far as a conversation they will skim over that and they'll get they'll talk about just before and just after um, but they they rarely want to go into it, especially if it's been violent or unexpected or some kind of trauma. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing, Brandy, is the humans all want to know about the trauma. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting for me that that's what the humans want me to ask, but the animals don't want to talk about it. And I do wonder if part of that relates to the aspect that animals are are very accepting of the moment i think they're probably more accepting of death than humans might be i'm not sure but you know they do fight as long as they can but when the time comes they're i don't know i've uh, recently had some animals that have passed and when they do pass it, it is that kind of that acceptance that you see and um, you know perhaps that's what what humans are trying to figure out you know particularly because animals can't talk the way we do you know so we we have to have that retrospect and of course death for humans i still believe believe that we fight against it quite a bit and we don't accept it as a natural part of life whereas animals do and I wonder if that also has an emphasis on how these animals and humans are interacting and why that question comes up so much. It is very interesting. I, I think that you're right on though. I think that the animals do have a much more open and accepting view of the death and dying process mm-hmm. and honestly looking back um, what the animals tell me is you know what make my life more important than my death. There you celebrate, go. Celebrate my life. Don't put all of your energy and, and thoughts into how I died. That doesn't define me. How I died, how I passed, whatever, whatever it was, whether it be illness, injury, trauma, anything, that doesn't define all the years I spent with you and the relationship that we had together, so why focus on it? Excellent. And actually, that does remind me of individuals that I do know who say, well, I'm not going to get another pet because it's too painful when they die. And I have to really bite my tongue because I empathize with them. Animal death is terrible. But at the same time, it's one of those things where I keep thinking, you know, your human friends are going to die too. You know, does this mean you don't want to go out and and make more friends or enjoy the moment that you have? You know, it is a very hard thing for me because I, I see so many animals out there in particular that really do need the homes. And these people would be wonderful, but they're afraid of that death aspect. I totally agree. And and I hear that a lot too. And um, I always think that sometimes the easiest way to get through to healing is to have another one to love on or to have another one that you have to care for because it redirects your focus and your energy onto something more positive than just your grief. Although I do feel we have to go through the grief process. We can't avoid it. 
Um, but it can certainly help when you've got a, you know somebody there that loves you that you need to take care of. Absolutely. Well, yes, and I, I thank you so much for your insights. This was a really very interesting show, and I thank you for your patience and working with us to get through it. But your insights and your readings were just really quite fascinating. Thank you. People want to get in contact with you. How can they do so? Well, the easiest way is to reach me through the website, which is KarenAnderson.net. Nothing fancy or different about the spelling, just KarenAnderson.net. You can also Google Karen Anderson Pet Psychic or Karen Anderson Animal Communicator, and and I'll come up. Um, And I have a wonderful website with tons of information if the listeners are just curious about what goes on during a session and, and what the animals tell me. The blog has all kinds of detailed stories. I'm also on Facebook. They can find me there. And I have a monthly email newsletter that I um, send out and offer specials and discounts only to my newsletter clients. So you can sign up for that on the homepage of my website as well. And I've also got a book out, Brandy. It's called Hear All Creatures. Mm-hmm. It is available on Amazon, or you can get a personalized copy through my website. Well, wonderful. I thank you so much. And I will say that I do get your newsletter. I did sign up for that. So I get that once a month newsletter as well. And uh, your website actually does have quite a bit of interesting information. In the future, if you are open for it, we'd love to have you back on again. And in fact, we might even uh, challenge you with a couple of topics because I've recently started doing research into what are known as shadow animals. And it's kind of a new genre of research, a little more nefarious, but interesting nonetheless and perhaps maybe we can discuss some of the different types of animal manifestations that exist out there today sounds good i love it all right well i want to thank you again for being on the show and to close out today's episode i just want to remind you that if you are interested in paranormal investigation feel free to check out the spirits of st petersburg site at www.spiritsofstpetersburg.com i also have pages for the paranormal pugs the paranormal pocket pets page for small animals shadow animals pages up and there's other venues of research all over the place on that uh, that particular website that connects to other hubs of research don't forget to support your animal rescues and i hope you all have a wonderful wonderful time out there in keeping with what miss anderson said give your pets a little extra love and enjoy them in the moment that you have take care pet life radio presents paranormal pets where you can always expect the unexpected Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.